This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, a.k.a. the NFL Chick. And I am Cordell Woodland, uh, Ravens beat reporter for 105.7 The Fan and host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan from 7 to 10 weeknights. So we are getting back. We're almost ending the preseason. Finally. Finally. (laughs) Which means we are getting closer and closer to the NFL season, Cordell. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people, because the Ravens had so many issues, um, last year in terms of injuries that have to redeem themselves for lack of a better term in 2022 and both sides of the trenches basically the offensive line defensive line have had their issues um, and they are well documented so if you had to say this line is going to have the biggest bounce back from what they did a year ago between the offensive line and the defensive line, which do you believe will have the biggest bounce back? Well, that's, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, I I do expect if we're talking about the offensive line and the defensive line, I expect the defensive line to be better than the offensive line this year. I mean, we're, you're looking at it where the offensive line is still missing their all pro Ronnie Stanley. We don't know when Stanley will be back. I think it'll, he'll be back uh, before not, you know, I, I don't know if he'll play week one at this point. I think it's in, in my mind, he's not going to be out there week one. That That's in my mind. We heard uh, Harb say the other day, he'd like to see these guys for three weeks uh, before putting the back out there. Speaking of guys like, Stanley and Tyus Bowser, um, but did say that he's open to kind of speeding them up if they're looking good enough. So potentially we could see Stanley out there, but I just, I, you know, I'm against making repeat mistakes and that would be a repeat mistake. It would be pretty much exactly what happened last year. And we saw what happened. He didn't even make it through the first game of the season and he was gone 
for the rest of the season and still hasn't returned. And we're in a new season right now. So <laughs> I, I, I don't I, I don't condone that. The Ravens have already paid Ronnie Stanley right now. So he's in a situation where he's not going to be back until he's ready to be back. So just in the offensive line and the defensive line, um, I think the defensive line will be better. They've added guys like Travis Jones. They brought back Michael Pierce. Um, I think certain guys I'm expecting to take a step forward. Hopefully Matt Abike is one of those guys. He he takes that step forward. But this offensive line has got uh, – while they're good, especially on the right side, I like the addition of Moses. You already have Kevin Zeitler. I like the Tyler Linderbaum drive pick. We still have to kind of wait and see with him, though, because he hasn't been out there either. Right. Um, and we'll, it, we'll get to see whether or not he plays on Saturday against the Commanders. That's a toss-up in my mind. I, I want to see him out there because he's a rookie. He hasn't played in a game yet. You want to see him get those snaps, even though it won't be to Lamar. You just want to see him do it in-game, at least give him a drive or two. Right. Uh, with him coming back off an of injury, I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens don't play him. Now, the left side of the line has his questions. Yes, uh, it does. You, you got to wonder whether or not Ben Powers is going to be able to, you know, man the left guard spot or Tyree Phillips is going to be able to do it. Uh, and obviously left tackle has major questions with Jawan James being over there right now in place of uh, Ronnie Stanley. Uh, so even to take it a step further, about you know which side of the ball I think is going to have a bounce back because I think both sides need that. Both yeah. sides were terrible last year, mainly because of injuries, no doubt about it. Um, but as I look at it this year, both sides have made their additions. Isaiah Likely looks like he's going to be a major addition to this uh, receiving group. Um, and it's a new look receiving group as a whole with Bateman being the new number one, Hollywood Brown out, James Prochet, Devin Duvernay in. Demarcus Robinson added to this group. I know it doesn't mean anything today, but I think it'll mean something down the line. Uh, but on defense, I mean, they added Marcus Williams. Marcus Peters is back. Marlon Humphrey is back. Uh, they drafted Pepe Williams. Uh, they drafted Kyle Hamilton. You know, I mentioned Travis Jones. I, I feel like the defense is definitely reloaded as well. And if we're talking about who's going to have the biggest bounce back, bounce back between each side, I think the defense will because – they're going to have to. You look at their first five games, you go up against the Jets. The Jets have a really explosive young receiving group. Yes. Uh, that is going, you, you, the, the secondary is going to have to be on their toes. Um, they face the Dolphins week two in Baltimore. Dolphins might have the fastest receiving group in the league. Okay, you go to New England, that's not much, but Mac Jones had some games last year where it's like somehow he threw for over 300 yards. I don't know who he's throwing the ball to, but you got you to respect the fact that, they, that he can he's capable of doing it. And then right. you got the Bills coming to town, Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, you know, and, and then week five, I mean, the Bengals are coming in on Sunday night, and we already know the receiving group that they have. So I, I felt like this defense and mainly the secondary – they're going to be forced to kind of get out to a hot start. They're going to be forced to kind of be the, the backbone of this team, so to speak. And even looking at the season as a whole, you look at this division. You know, I already mentioned the Bengals receiving group. That's two games right there. Right. The Steelers have revamped their receiving group, adding George Pickens uh, to Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Najee yeah. Harris is a threat out the backfield. Pat Fryer moved at tight end. That's two games, two games right there. 
And while the Browns don't have the passing game of the other two, they have a dominant run game yes. uh, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt out there. So, you know, the defense, I think, is really going to have to be on their toes all season long. I think while the offense, I expect to take a step forward, they have to out of the outside of last year where they just couldn't score. They just couldn't score. Um, and a large part of that is because Lamar is not there, obviously. No right. J.K., no Stanley, no Gus. Um, I get it. And no Rashad Bateman for the first five games. But I, I just feel like if they're if the Ravens are going to be special this year, this defense is going to get have to get back to forcing turnovers, back to being a dominant run team. And this secondary, which we all expected to be elite this year, they're going to have to be just that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep. And I agree. I mean, listen, the defense has the most like like you mentioned, they're they're challenged or they're going to be challenged already because of the Mm -hmm. the teams that they face early on. And um, that includes I think I don't know if you mentioned Buffalo. If you did, I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's week week four, Buffalo. And that's week four. You know what I'm saying? So the first five weeks, you're dealing with a lot of um, teams that even the ones that you don't consider to be threats. Like a Miami, but they have Tyreek Hill, right? Like the Jets, and they do have some good wide receivers, and it's a good chance that Joe Flacco is going to play mm-hmm. week one, and we know he likes to throw the deep ball. So there are going to be challenges for the defense. I do think that they have the um, – they could, can have the – they probably will have the biggest bounce back only because – there's so many questions on the offensive side of the ball and you've already prefaced that. When is Ronnie Stanley, when is Ronnie Stanley mm-hmm. going to come back? You know, how is Lindenbaum going to play, you know, in a situation where he hasn't gotten many reps because he was injured and, and out for a couple of weeks, the left guard situation is still a question mark. We're still trying to figure out, you know, who is going to solidify their role uh, at that position. What are they going to do if Lindenbaum is not able to play, which that's another, you know, conversation within itself. Who are you going to put at center? If if by week one you don't feel comfortable with him playing because he didn't have the reps. So mm-hmm. uh, add the fact that <clears throat> the wide receiver situation is what it is. Um, and look, the Demarcus Robinson um, signing is cool. You know what I mean? It, it adds depth um, right. and veteran leadership potentially, uh, right. which could take some of the pressure off of Rashad Bateman. But I don't know anything but i have outside of lamar jackson i have no idea how the There's rest no of guarantees other than lamar and mark andrews those are the only guarantees oh, yeah. that the offensive side of the ball has no doubt about it absolutely and that's the problem right it's like the running game is still a, a question mark we really don't know how that's going to work out because um we don't know if jk dobbins is going to be completely healthy which you know, it's safe to assume maybe he won't be 100% by week one. So that leads Mike Davis to do a, a lot of the heavy lifting. Who's going to be, you know, 
a third guy? Is it going to be Justice Hill? Is it going to be Tyler Beatty? I have no idea. There's so many question marks, but I feel like the offense needs to have the biggest bounce back because mm-hmm. the way that the season ended um, with them not scoring offensive touchdowns um, within the last nine quarters of the season Man, you can't go into that five-week stretch and not find a way, you know, if if, if you somehow get behind and get one and four, or two and three, mm-hmm. particularly in the division that you're already in, forget the AFC conference, right, which is already, you know, a juggernaut on paper. If you're that behind already in your, you know, division, because you do play the Bengals week five, um, and then you coming into, you know, a, a do or die game at week five. Right. Man, that's 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 going to be stressful. And I think that the offense, because this is an offensive league, I have to you, you, I feel like the offense has to be the ones that we put the most pressure on to have the bigger bounce back because you have to keep up with these teams. Mm-hmm. If these teams are going to score. Well, guess what? You got to score back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and like you said, as of right now, we only got two guys, two that we know we can depend on. And everybody else is a crapshoot. As much yeah. as we like Isaiah Likely, as much as we think that Rashad Bateman is going to be the guy, we don't have a clue. Right. If that's going to be the case. So, you know, is while I do think that the defense is in a better position to have a, a bounce back, I think it is more important for the offense to have a bigger bounce back. The problem is, is that they don't have the pieces in place right. at the moment uh, because there's some missing guys here and there in certain positions. So literally it's a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, and and if you if you think back to when the Ravens were like their last time that the Ravens were dominant, 2019, they go 14 and two. Their formula was run the ball, uh, and, and hold the hold time of possession, keep the ball, you know, and and just really burn the clock. Really, just burning the clock is it would turn into a slow death, and this offense was crazy efficient when they threw the ball. And they were just you couldn't stop the run game. You you right. just couldn't stop it. And and in return, you got a team that scored a lot of points and dominated time of possession. And it almost was like the the offense was a part of the defense at that time because again, it kept the other team's offense off the field. Right. Um, that that's just as good as having a dominant defense, really. And then it helped that the defense at the time was so good at forcing turnovers. So you had the defense forcing turnovers and the offense eating clock and scoring. So, you know, it, when this when this team is at their best, both sides of the ball are good. Let's, mm-hmm. let's not get it twisted. Both sides of the ball are really good. Um, and I think while the offense has a lot of question marks right now, and you're absolutely right on that, they do. I think that they're in a situation right now to where if they're going to be good, I think they're going to be really good. Like I I think, you know, while we do have questions about this receiving group, while we do have questions about this backfield and this offensive line right now, assuming that they're as, you know, if, 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 if we're talking best case scenario where Isaiah likely really does turn into be this surprise stud uh, and, and is, immediately like a second or third option at worst third option. Um, And Rashad Bateman is like 
the big body receiver that the Ravens needed and have been looking for. And it's just that receiver that can do everything. And you got Prochet, your slot receiver, and he's dependable. And yeah. Duvernay and Demarcus Robinson are interchangeable and you're still able to run the game, have the running game. You know, I think everything's a possibility. Everything's not going to go according to plan, but I do, I do think everything is, is a possibility, but I just feel like this defense is, is going to be on them. To, yeah. to at least start because they're the healthier side of the ball right now. The yes. offense is still trying to get guys back. You know, the offense, I think, is going to take a while before they get to, you know, get in a groove, get in a groove because, again, they're, they're still waiting for some of their key players to return, and I think some of them will. The defense is waiting for key guys to return too, but the defense is a lot healthier at this day and time uh, than the offense is, although the losing Travis Jones, that's a blow. Uh, Harbs is saying three to five weeks. We'll see how long he's really out, but I, I was really excited to see him and you know him be that interior pass rush. I do think Michael Pierce has added that to his game a little more. I don't expect he's not going to be the the uh, uh, the type of pass rusher that I was expecting Travis Jones to be, but I do think Michael Pierce will be able to kind of help a little bit in the middle when it comes to the pass rush, and hopefully Matabike does as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, we will find out sooner or later who is going to step up mm -hmm. um, to, you know, the challenges that they face literally in 2021. And as of right now, it just it just seems like the defense is, is getting themselves um, back healthier at right. a faster rate uh, than the offense. So, you know, it, it's safe to say that they'll have the quicker bounce back Mm -hmm. than the offense. And again, I, I, I think the schedule is going to force them to kind of get into a groove early, yep. you know, because if you if, if defensively, if you're not going to be ready to play in those first five games, you, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be sink or swim at that point. And, and I, I would bet on this defense to swim, but you know, that's assuming that if they're healthy, I have no, honestly, I have little doubt if they're healthy, that they are going to be able to, to hang with these teams that they have to play. I completely agree.